0: The Weekly Dish Podcast is brought to you by Lake Winds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lake Winds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com. And if you can't make it to a Lake Winds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. Delicious local cucumbers from Seeds Farm, tomatoes, Harmony Valley greens, Featherstone kale, fresh herbs, and plenty more fresh vegetables are arriving at Lake Winds Co-ops each day. Try brushing radicchio, kale, or romaine heads and cut lemons with olive oil and laying them on the grill for a light char. Then squeeze that grilled lemon on the lettuce and sprinkle with parmesan cheese shreds for a fresh take on summer salads melons, stone fruits, and all the berries are arriving at Lake Winds for all the tarts, shortcakes, buckles, crisp, galettes, and pies that make summer in Minnesota. Make sure to use the best organic grass-fed butter and cream from our local dairies when making homemade ice cream or whipped cream toppings. And the best part of all this is you can get it delivered from Instacart. Order online and get same-day or next-day delivery. There's no membership required to shop at Lake Winds, and you can support your local farmers by shopping at your neighborhood co-ops wherever they are. If you can't make it to Lake Winds, visit any of your neighborhood food co ops, but you can find Lake Winds in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. Find more at lakewinds.com.
1: to weekly dish. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Good morning. Good morning. We are here to talk about all things food, fun and f- frolicking in the Twin Cities, I guess. We're
0: going to sk- For- There's no frolicking. <laughs> there you are right. I'm sorry. No, bring back
1: frolicking. Just do it responsibly. Please be a responsible frolic. masked frolicker. Oh, man. I mean.
0: Mask mandate, though. Mask day
1: one. This is it. Ladies and gents, if you're waking up, strap it on. And, <laughs>
0: wow. I know.
1: <laughs> that <laughs> just woke.
0: I might have, like, taken a shot of coffee just now. We could, though, like, I'm going to just be positive for one second because okay. well, no, it's be not been a positive for week for me we could be like day one of moving towards yes. some getting our lives back yes. right if everybody That's just wears their mask let's and- frame it up let's frame it up in the right
1: ways instead of thinking uh uh i gotta you know and it's gonna be hard and it's gonna and it Ugh. is hard
0: but instead <laughs> like, of that not like healthcare worker hard but no. it is hot and but it's let's a little re-
1: think about it like in terms of like when you first start on like a good exercise regimen or something and you commit to it and you're like, all right, I'm going to go running every
0: day. Other day or whatever 10,000 times I've started on the Mondays yes, that day, no, that day, your 10,000 Mondays. Monday. Yeah, this is your first 10,000 Monday, but then you start
1: to think, okay, well, it's going to be hard in the beginning, it's not going to be great, it's not probably going to feel great. But then after you get into it and you're like, oh, I'm doing well, and I, it's not that big of a deal. And all of a sudden, you find out you're running seven miles, and that's like a huge accomplishment. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're just going to keep running. <laughs> yeah, and we're starting slow. Yeah, because and, I do want my kid to go to high school. I like, I want my yeah. kid to go to high school, and I feel like if we do this, and I want the state fair, I want the state fair back. And if we do this, we can have that. Yes. I'm hoping.
0: I'm hoping, too.
1: And I'd rather err on the side of hoping and then, you know, aw shocks, than to have a zero chance of it. You know what I mean?
0: So, yeah, zero chance isn't good. No. Um, if you're wondering about masks, there are paper ones pretty much everywhere, and the paper ones, at the end of the day, you can breathe really the best in them. I think
1: I have switched to the paper for the summer. You know, um, I'm because I have many cloth masks now. I've and I'm buying more. I know because they're cute. Keep
0: trying to buy masks, and
1: it's it's fashion. Like all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, yours with the neoprene or whatever yours is with like the filter in it. Yep.
0: My silicone.
1: Your silicone one is a statement. I mean, that's a whole fashion statement. I ordered an
0: orange one. Did you really? Yeah. Of course you did. The company G.I.R., they make like silicone spatulas and ice cube trays and they're a kitchen company. Yeah. They they made a mask very early on that had like little holes and then you put like almost like a maxi pad in it that sticks in there as a filter <laughs> there's
1: probably a lot of people who have no idea what that is really. I know
0: but anyway so you can wash it in the washing it's machine like and you just pad. change the maxi pad part yeah so it looks weird when I wear it because it looks like I am, have breathing holes
1: yeah and people get trust me when you first showed up with it people were sending me notes like what's up with that mask yeah I'm like,
0: but Guys, it lays like she's super not gonna flat on my this. face And I cannot get foggy glasses. Yeah. So. Is it hotter? Is that one hotter? No. No. uh Uh-uh. Okay. And there's a new model that they've updated, and I ordered that one. So we'll see. The nose on that one is a little bit different. I just like, I like that it fits flat on my face. It's really light around the ears, and it doesn't fog my glasses. So that's That's your,
1: you have to, that's what you have to do. You have to find your. You know, your mask tech. Yeah, your mask tech. What's your mask tech? Mine is like uh besides this, this is you know, these are the ones that are in my car, these paper ones, yep. just the blue and white paper ones. And by the way, they have them at like Fresh Time Market for free, like before you walk in, there's just a little, you know, there's a little basket up top if you don't have one. Here's one. I swapped one out one day. I had like I was like this one I had been wearing for 2 days and I was like, "Uh, I'll get a new one." So I'll just yep. I just did that. But um the gaiters, the neck gaiters that pull up and pull those down. Those are
0: really great. I have
1: a bunch of those on order. So, because that's what my kitchen boy does, the giant baby does in his, in the kitchen, because they can pull it up and pull it down, you know, and communicate without having to get in all of this you stuff. You can really hear. And also, you don't breathe. touch your hair. And for kitchen people, you know, you're not really supposed to be touching your your face yep. or your skin. So, pulling up and down on that one cloth is good. Um, I did get a letter from a lady. I don't know if you saw the feed yesterday, but you know, the, it kind of was a jokey thing saying, how do you, how do you eat with a mask? And the first <laughs> words were, pull it down. Okay. Now, now that we can move on.
0: <laughs> I thought it was quite funny. Right. I
1: thought it was a funny little like thing, Hope. I thought it was like a, you know, like a sarcastic jab at a straw man argument, which were people who are like, how am I supposed to eat in a mask? I, whenever someone prints that like in their Facebook thing, I want to be like, really? <laughs> How, how how do you not jam the fork into your eye every time? I don't understand. Like, if you're at that level, you are you're not getting it. Then how do you not jam the fork? It's pretty epic. But so so she sent me a note saying. Um, actually she will actually me she will actually uh, maybe you should do some research that's actually not the way you're supposed to do it you're supposed to take your mask off and then you're supposed to you're supposed to hand sanitize remove your mask and then gently fold it corner to corner and set it aside eat and then when you need to put it back on you need to hand sanitize and then put your mask back on she said it's not supposed to pull down you're not supposed to touch your chin or your forehead with it and that's wrong and she's like look at these CDC regulations and she sent me this and Like, so how's the OCD? I was like, Well, I'm like, just to be clear, this was how are you doing with the anxiety
0: over there? This wasn't
1: actual instruction, (laughs) this was a sarcastic comment. (laughs) And then, and I said, But also, what about gators? Because, like, buffs and gators, I'm like, those pull down and pull up, and that's what I use, especially in restaurants, because I think people with ear loopy masks don't put them on. Quick enough for when your server comes, you know, over to your table. If you have a neck thing, you pull it up, you pull it down. It's faster, it's easier. Yep. you know, it's and so I think people would do it more likely than the other one. And she sent me back a reply that was just like, "Agree to disagree," which is oh. the campaign <laughs> of 2020. That is the slogan: "Agree to disagree." So. Oh, it's not. Sh-
0: Cause I got that. When you got started, a shush. I got a shush at the dinner table, oh. <laughs> and my eyes got as big as saucers. And I was like, um, "Did you just shush me at the dinner table?" It was me and Kurt and his mom, and he he shushed you. Were... He shushed. Oh, and then when I was like, uh, "Why are you?" He was like, "We were getting really amped up about like politics." Oh, he was in a zen place, and you were not. Oh, he was in a calm place,
1: and you were and you were. Flying I was high. talking
0: to his mom, really, who was even more amped up than I was. And I was, instead of, like, my normal, like, okay, and, like, trying Uh-oh. to, you know what I did? Did you, oh. like, the fuse? Was the fuse lit? Because then we know I what said, you did. perhaps you're not amped up enough. Oh, there it is. Perhaps you need to get amped up more and pay attention to what is happening in this world. And, oh. Oh, it was a real That's epic doozy. Okay. Okay, yep. good.
1: That's a good, but at least the steam vents are being released is the point.
0: Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't
1: know. I live alone. So. I uh, <laughs> I
0: had to call and the next day I always like, we'll have a dust up like that. And then the next day I feel bad and I cry.
1: Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I know. Well, that's relationship. And that's, I, I mean, that's being stuck in spaces together and fully although you know it isn't as bad as it was in the winter i think just because of i'm terrified i I know this is what i've been hearing from people someone said we're 14 weeks from 5 p.m sunset (laughs) (laughs) and that was the most evil thing someone said this week and i thought oh god we're gonna gonna be
0: fine though just load i I ordered hbo it's fine (laughs) are you gonna finally watch game of thrones because i can't Stephanie March, I I cannot think of a better winter activity. Well, maybe this winter I will. Yeah, winter is coming. I know. This can be your antidote to the COVID winter.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, sure, it could. I'm actually
0: trying to rethink some COVID goals. Like, well you know maybe I'll like finally get to that closet that oh those kind of things that everyone was doing in the beginning and I was like uh I'm just trying to survive yeah. over here yeah
1: that's interesting how is how is what well, we'd like to call it a couple of friends and I talk about it in episodes like we're in episode seven of the covid right now remember back in episode one when people were like doing this that was so many episodes when people were ago. learning Spanish oh, and yeah all and people invigorated
0: were, to change their lives like
1: sourdough that was episode two for sure yeah, that was I a whole episode bread, two. and that
0: goes I guess as because it's summer well, it's but i was hot. like wow i have a lot of yeast
1: yeah i know <laughs> literally we're gonna have to dial back into that just to get through the things that we stockpiled that's for sure all right you guys well we have a great show hopefully you guys are in with us and had tucked in with a good hot cup of coffee or a cold cup of coffee because it is a steamy one here's my weather forecast Ugh, is what i'm gonna say about that uh we're gonna talk some garden stuff i'm so excited to hear about your garden we're gonna yeah. talk about what to bring to vacation rentals when you're going because. I think that's fun. And then we've got some other great, there's just a lot of food and cooking on the show today. So this is going to be fun. This is the weekly dish on My Talk 1071.
2: Hey, everybody, it's Steph March for Common Ground, Minnesota. And I just want to tell you how glad I am that we have a resource for farmers and food and agriculture in Minnesota. We are so lucky. It's one of the biggest things that our state is known for. And sometimes I feel like we don't get a chance to actually talk to farmers and find out what they're doing. And Common Ground, Minnesota is a a place on Facebook where you can ask questions about how your food is grown right here from local farmers. These are women who are volunteering their time to answer your questions. And to engage in conversation. Plus, they'll show you cute farm pictures of their dogs. I mean, what's better than that? And they post recipes. What could be better than that? Common Ground Minnesota is a resource for you guys and it's all volunteer led. And I just encourage everybody, if you're curious about your food and where it comes from and the farming that is going on in Minnesota, you want to get to Common Ground Minnesota on Facebook.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dash. Thank you for joining us on this Saturday morning. It is, uh, it is, it's, it's just, it's moist up. It's a morning. It's a, morning. <laughs> it's a morning. It's a moist morning. It's a moist morning and I'm not afraid to say that. So there.
0: Because you like the word moist. I
1: do. <laughs> I like to say it because I know it bugs people. That's why I like to say
0: it. I'm going to start saying caress. It, Would you like to caress my hair?
1: That is awkward. Yeah. It's awkward.
0: It's also a terrible word. Yeah. You know what else? A terrible word. you know word? it was a great soap in the 70s, so. Oh yeah, soap. It was a really great soap. Foot Like, just think and say the word foot. foot. Say it fast three times. No,
1: if you do that with, like, anything, like, knife, it gets real weird. Foot, foot,
0: foot. (laughs) Knife, knife, knife. These are the radio antics you will show up for, you guys. Thank you. Yes, okay. Speaking of antics. Yes, let's (sighs) hear it. Okay, so I went to the Hilltop Garden in Ely. I've had a few wins and losses. Now, I planted this garden, honestly, like, the like maybe the second week of may i planted real early for up there okay and i knew like some stuff would maybe not make it and all in all a lot of stuff made it it was pretty great
1: so wait you planted in early may and we're talking ely so this is northern minnesota yep
0: zone three really
1: we already didn't have a lot of expectation we didn't know you didn't know this is your this my second year second year in this garden The the soil is is Rocky? A little bit rocky? Well, yeah, because we used fill
0: from a garage that we built. So I'm picking rocks out and I'm I'm And then you went on a trip. I mean, it's not like you were there every day tending. So did you have water? Did you have an irrigation system? Um, No, but it gets pretty wet up there in the month of June. And Kurt's mom... Who is eighty seven would stand out there with her hose. So she, you did have a watering person. So someone did
1: water because that's what I was thinking. That would be my only thing when you were gone on your van trip. I was thinking who those are all going to die.
0: Yeah, no, it stays pretty wet up there usually. But we had an unusually dry spring. Okay, so that Hmm. was fine. Uh The arugula, they got one batch out of it, and I was not there. And then the bugs ate it, and it was bad. Yeah, so that got pulled. So I just pulled that out this time. I didn't realize I thought I had a row of mustard greens and a row of radish, but I had two rows of mustard greens and mustard oh, greens are delicious, but you don't want two rows of those. Yeah, that's all so that was kind of a oh, sad because I went to pull the radishes and I was like, oh, oh whoops. these are <laughs> mustard greens. This is the learning.
1: Yep. This is, the, so I this like, is plant okay.
0: identification. So then I pulled out the one row of mustard greens that I'd kind of eaten and I just sauteed them with bacon and garlic and they were fine. Yeah. But my family was like, well, I don't think we need to have these again. Right. So then I took out the one row of mustard greens. I still have one row left. Then I'm looking for the radishes, looking, looking, looking. And there was an early spring radish that I was not there for. Yeah. Ellie harvest early spring radish. Okay. So I'm, cause I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to pickle and I'm going to ferment and I'm so excited. One radish, like in the middle of nothing. And then the rest never grew. Oh. So I had one like radish, the size of a fist that was so hot and woody and peppery, Ooh! but I cut that up and was like, okay, you're going to be something. Yeah. Then I went to the next rows, the snap peas. Yeah. I've had them now for like two ish weeks. They were pretty dead. So picked all the final ones and pulled those out. Okay. back in went arugula. Wait, do you pulled your snap peas like yeah. out? Like you harvested yep. and then
1: you're done. I was done. So you pulled the plant and now you put it in, you put arugula in
0: like in the place. Yep. Oh, good. Yep. Because I figure, well, I'll get that by the fall. Then my spinach is like, meh, meh. and spinach is easy to grow. I don't yeah. know if I got a weird kind. Huh. It's just really struggling along. It's slow. It's there, but it's super slow. So yeah, that seems weird. My mixed greens are good. I've had a lot of mixed green salads, so yeah. I planted another row of mixed greens because you can't have enough mixed greens. And I realized, um, where are the green beans? Um, oh. I thought I planted green beans and I didn't. You didn't so I planted those because <laughs> they say I can still get them in like into the cooler fall. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try for the green beans because I want to pickle them. Then the tomatoes are epic. Like it's so hot and dry and sunny up there and they've been getting watered. I did. My friend came over and she was like, oh, you need to like give these a little air. You need to air out your friends here. So she was with the scissors with me, and we were cutting out sort of foliage. Yeah, you got to get all of the all of the lower leaves are unnecessary. Yes, and I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So we cut out and tried to thin out to give those tomates a little more air. And I do have the early kind. Yeah. I have early early, early tomatoes. They're supposed to be June. Oh, and the reason I did that was because last year I had so many massive tomatoes and I could never harvest them because they were green before I left out of town. Okay. Because I got to pretty much get these by Labor Day, right? This is true. This is true. So now I've got greens and I've got tomatoes and I've got a lot of flowers going. So I think this is going to be okay, but mm-hmm. I'm still like, okay, I would like to get some sauce out of here. So let's see. Yeah. Um, I'm doing <laughs> my tomato shopping at the farmer's market. Well, and okay. So let me get to the next okay. wins okay. and losses. Okay. Yellow. Crook- Wait, are these wins? These are. Well, this is sort I've of. I've had both. a few. Okay. A few okay. each. Cut. Yellow crookneck squash. Um, I'm gonna have the harvest of the century. This
1: I've heard this from other people too. There's a lot of crookneck out there. Okay, because I had like
0: 52 blossoms on yeah. five plants. I was yeah. like, this is crazy. Okay. Then I'm like, and I've Ellie's eaten one. yes yeah. She was there before me, and I've eaten none. But I see them coming. Zooks. I have like two different kinds of zucchini plants. Why I did this, I don't know. Huh. And one looks good and I've eaten some zucchini and I've made my favorite, my husband's favorite new salad, which is you take the big zucchinis that you forget about and then you, they're like twice as big yeah, and you shave them, yeah, not spiralized, shave yep. with a vegetable peeler and just toss them with olive oil, salt and lemon juice and parm. Yeah. He was like, this is ambrosia. Where has this been my whole life? Oh, what yeah. is this? Is this Ribbons. Just raw zucchini? I was like, yes. Yeah. We call it ribbon salad and then we throw goat cheese on there. Okay. That sounds really good. Yeah, like and a little fresh dollop here and there. If your zucchini are really big, like I had a really big one, I cut it in half and I scooped out the kind of seedy middle Yeah, just because you don't want to eat that, those seeds.
1: You can. The Oh, the big ones, you're saying?
0: I had like a big fatty If you had that, a big
1: one, yeah, the big one, they, they get more bitter the bigger they get. I feel like that's thing yeah yeah and so i get that yeah
0: for sure so i hollowed it out yeah. and just you can then make those sliced. zucchini boats then yes you know i could but they would be like for uh jolly the green giant right it was and then you like like, everyone, like, everyone like half wide. of one and like well i'm full and you're like there's six more <laughs> you know <laughs> that is one of my favorite gardening things that happens like you think you've gotten all your zucchini and then you're like three days later going to the garden and all of a sudden yeah. there's this monster that had to have been there all along. You just didn't see it. And it happens every year, like yeah. a couple of times. And it's like just a little kid joy yeah. that you see this like six inch around yeah. thing laying in the bottom of the garden. It's Completely. like, what is that? Like That
1: is totally subversive. Yes, like like How did it get yeah. there? Cucumbers are like that, too. Whenever I have the cukes that, you know, because I let them just vine all over the place. And then all of a sudden you're like step and you part the ways. You're like, where have you been? Yes, little friend.
0: Okay. I am this is a sadness. Okay. I planted so many zucchini. I think I thought I was planting cucumber with that zucchini. I think I was going to say if you did two kinds of cukes or zooks, I bet you thought it was a cuke. I did. And so I have no like slicing cukes. No. Okay. That is a fail. But... In the row next to it, what I thought was also some kind of squash, I'm realizing, is Kirby cucumbers, oh. the pickling kinds. Oh. But you can still slice and eat those, hello. Okay, they're little. Why now? And they're growing all over the place, but I realized I should have trellised them, I think. Yes. I did not know that. Yeah, cukes, cukes on
1: are on, you know, because I grew those lemon cucumbers. Oh, God, I love those, because you can just pop those off and just bite it, because you can eat, I mean, you can eat the skin on everything, right? But... But they're really kind of great. But I trellis like the first year I didn't, and they were, and they didn't. They don't give as much as unless they have somewhere to go. You know what I mean? Like they feel better about climbing and going, and then they produce more. Whereas if you just like mine, I'm I also don't want a thousand cucumbers like I had last time, so I kind of let them go wild. Um, but this, but if you just give them like just a rack to go up or a wall, like I had string, I did three nails. I grew mine in a pot next to a wall, so I put string with three nails down to the pot and they just climbed the string. It doesn't have to be a major Okay. It doesn't have I to may be that big.
0: Get going on that because now we're in harvest season like yeah. cukes are growing. But this is the other thing. I made those to make pickles. I like when do you like I have like 4. So I can't make 4 pickles. You have 4 cukes, that's it? Yeah, like Ugh. four little ones. Yeah so I was like (laughs) you can quick pickle those babies yeah maybe so I feel like this is gonna be maybe a failed cuke year and I'm just gonna have to go buy a bushel because I have the most beautiful dill because I was totally planning on making pickles I've got lots of different peppers for pickles like this was gonna be my pickling year and I have no cukes so what's up with that okay conversely conversely the cabbages
1: oh yeah you said that last week that you had so many cabbages
0: I have like eight glorious cabbages I harvested a couple. I've made fermenting. We're going to talk about yeah. in the next hour all the things I'm fermenting because I good. have on a fermenting. Kit.
1: You are you are fermenting like crazy. I am. I love, I can't wait to see where you bury your kimchi jar because that's what you should do. We'll good talk. Together. Okay, we'll be right back. This is a weekly dish. everybody welcome back to weekly dish thanks for joining us um so a lot of people are going out of town and heading up north and doing that kind of fun stuff uh, and I thought about this because uh, you never really have to deal with it the same way you you did with the van in terms of like Packing up and stocking and, you know, something for that. But a lot of people, like, when we were... When I went up north to the cabin, you know, to this cabin we rented, we didn't know what was there. Totally. And so what's funny about it is I thought about it because Jake went up to a cabin this weekend. He went up to his friend's cabin. And it's a full house and everything else. But Jake is, like, cooking. Like, he's making... Uh, lemon ricotta pancakes, yep. he's got that all set up. He's making elotes, so he's got that. He's making it. So yep. he went out and bought all his ingredients, and then he's looking at the kitchen going, well, I don't know what kind of pan they have. And I'm like, well, you're not taking my pan. <laughs> and he's like, well, can I take a knife? I'm like, yeah, you can take a knife because that's that's important. Do you know what I mean? And then we went through this and I thought, this is exactly what when people are going, if you're cooking like our listeners like to do and like we like to do. Yeah,
0: and to be honest, like most of the resorts, like Brinside Lodge is on our lake and they have a restaurant that's closed. So right. all of the smaller cabins have grills and everybody's out there cooking. So even if you're going to cabins, there's not a lot of restaurant choices in some of these places.
1: No. And that's what you know, there's a lot of like and plus, you know, it's kind of it's easier to just sort of you can know your food if you're bringing it. You know, a lot of people think that. So let's just talk about some of the things that we think that if you are heading up to a cabin or vacation rental where you don't know what's there, you know, some of the things that you would bring. The first thing I would say is that bring your own knife. Like yep. beyond everything else, when I went up to the cabin, you know, uh, we were, you know, we had three different, we basically had three different sets of human, you know, like families coming because it was Joey and Ryan, you know, Megan and Andrew. And so we all, and Joey
0: was like, when we got there, he was chopping with a knife that was from the cabin. He's like, this is horrible. The knife situation and VRBOs and stuff is always bad. So bring one knife.
1: And I would say if you can't, I would say if that, if you feel uncomfortable traveling with your own knife, bring a sharpener. Like, even just a little tiny stone, if you bring a sharpener and sharpen the knives that are there, that's a great idea. But a chef's knife will help you, and your favorite knife will help you because you'll feel comfortable with it. Yep. And so I think that's a really good idea. Here's a thing that I didn't think about that I wish that I would have brought up. A cutting board. Like, my own cutting board. Because they didn't have... And it doesn't have to be, like... You know, I have a light one that I yep. use that I would have brought up, and it would have been so much easier because they had these like plastic ones, and they had like a silicone one, yeah. and it was all and they're always
0: cut and yes, yucky. and they were cut
1: and they moved around, and yeah. I was just like, this is I don't even know how to do this anymore. <laughs> so, a cutting board is a really good thing if you can, you know, if you have space in in your driving up of your things. Um, this one, this list that I was looking at was saying, bring all purpose ribbed, like mop towels, like, like bring your own, like kitchen towels, you know, like your rags. And I thought that I don't think I would do because then I have to bring those home and they're going to be full of
0: mooky food. I don't know. I've never felt like I needed to bring my own towels.
1: Me either. You, you're There's fine. always something. There's always yeah, and have, paper
0: towel if you're then, really in a pinch. And
1: I would say that I do actually bring extra paper towels because a lot of times those ones like in the
0: cabins or whatever are a little flimsy. Yeah, people buy bad paper towels yeah. for vacation homes. So just one roll of paper <laughs> bad towels. paper towels and bad toilet paper. Oh, the
1: bad toilet paper is legend. Yep. Basically, and we won't get into that. Um, someone else was saying bring your f- own flatware, and I was like, no, I am nope. not carting up flatware. Unless it
0: is heritage milled flour. Nope.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I just think, like, I don't know. Like, why do you need to bring cutlery? Like, forks and knives and spoons? No. 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 Um, I did like this idea, too. Maybe bring your own can opener. Because... Can that, openers
0: are always also notoriously bad at vacation rentals. Yes. And they're kind of like, and then you're like, what am I supposed to do? And super then, cheap ones that don't even open. No. And yep. then
1: you end up like hacking at a can. I've been with on a, a sailboat
0: <laughs> with like a can of coconut milk and basically just <laughs> MacGyvering it MacGyvering with nails. It. Yeah. And oh yeah.
1: You're sitting there. I'm like watching someone like with yep. a knife, you know, like stab a can Friday, the 13th style. And I was thinking we can do better than this. Um, I don't bring sheet pans, even though I've regretted that a little bit. There's one other time where, you know, it was kind of like, oh, I wish there was more because I tend to use sheet pans. And if we're cooking for a big group of people, that's the other thing. Like knowing that the supply of what you have may be sufficient for like a small family. But if you have a lot of family and you need a lot of things, I would, I mean, I would if I was, in fact, that was one of the things where I had things prepped and then I would you know like saran wrap it onto the sheep pan as a carrying vessel. Oh. So that would make it so that I had that there to right. use. That was good. Um other things like so you know like garlic presses and all this other stuff, like other little gadgety things, I think are kind of a waste of time. Yeah, Beyond no. your
0: can opener, just use your knife. Like, And you can get by with your knife to do all those other gadgety things. Yeah. Avocado peeler, 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 whatever. Yeah.
1: Um. This is what somebody else uh, was saying, that a
0: French press coffee pot is a good idea, just in case their coffee pot is horrible. I do have one in the van. Yeah. And we're going to a friend's next week. And we... Took our old coffee pot that we saved and is in the garage and we're bringing it to him because he never, he does pour over. Do you know how long it takes to pour over for four people?
1: Yeah, that's a lot. So
0: (laughs) Kurt's like, we're bringing him our old coffee pot. I hate that we have to wait for him to make coffee for like 45 minutes every morning.
1: That is, that is, and that is, that is the sweet time where you're going to need that coffee. Yeah, it's going to be.
0: Oh, okay. I think well received, but this is a pretty good friend. Kurt's just gonna be like, I don't care if he. I we need coffee.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, hot sauce. Like mm. here's the deal. Bring your bring hot sauce. You, I feel like you probably have that in your purse. I do. I mean, I actually. What's funny is you brought me some hot sauce today, but I literally can't. Like it's in my car actually, like in a little pack, you know. And I have some a couple of fresh bottles because it's just. You know, you're not going to regret it. Let me put it that way. Yeah. But I also bring salt and pepper. Like I bring like a I bring like a whole a ziploc baggie of kosher salt and a ziploc
0: baggie of cr- fresh ground pepper. Oh, because I have had to buy salt and pepper in almost every vacation home I've been in.
1: Well, and or else they have those really those little ones you buy at the gas white, station. Yeah, you know. Yep. And I always think that's not what I need. And I'll, I'll I need to like you know pour it and use it as I use it. So I've been doing that, the salt and pepper things. And also um, butter. I mean, like butter comes along with it. But that's a thing that you don't think about when you're packing in. Sometimes you're like, oh, I'll get the
0: corn and I'll get the
1: other things. But you're going to need butter.
0: Basically, I'm waiting for you to say one thing that I you haven't said yet. That is like olive oil. That's another thing I brought up that they were like, the kids were like, oh, God, we didn't even think about olive
1: oil. And I had the good I had olive oil. And they were like, thank God.
0: Yeah, see, no. I've had to use vegetable oil in a pinch. Yeah. I think your cast iron skillet, like whatever your favorite is. Really? Yeah, we have, and we have one in the van that we love. You know, I have weird things about the cast iron. Really? Because I cook everything in it. And I don't. I
1: literally, it's too heavy. <laughs> oh. But here's my thing. It's It's like, I don't know. I guess because my other pans are so good that I don't need, like, I'm not getting anything out of my cast iron that I'm not getting out of my other pans on, like, an actual, just a stove. Unless, and this is true about this, I do use it on the grill. Like, I made hamburgers the other day on the grill on my cast iron skillet because that's a good smash and it gets, like, super hot and it's awesome that way. But, I I mean, like, in my house, to get that thing up to heat, I have to, like, crank the stove. I guess I'm not
0: doing it in the summertime ever, and that's what I'm thinking about. I cook in cast iron more than I... Like at the cabin, I have five cast iron pans and I use them all. And then I have a like big stew pot that's cast iron. I miss,
1: I wish I had that. I found. I think
0: I have two. So if I find my spare, I'll bring it to you. Oh God, do. Because I think I have one at both houses and I don't cook at the other house very much.
1: Yeah. Okay. Here's another thing quickly about vacation rentals. This was an interesting thought that uh, someone on Eater put this out there about pre-making your vacation food.
0: Like pre-making things I to bring it up I saw some lady there. going in a van for three weeks. Yeah. And she had those frozen Ziploc bags stacked of sauce and soup. And yeah. I was like, I don't... That doesn't seem fun to me to eat three weeks of my frozen pre-cooked food. Yeah. The cooking on vacation is fun to me. Well, I think that's the thing. That's the difference. This person had this whole, like,
1: the more I thought about it, pre-making the key elements of our week's meals solved so many problems normally encountered in vacation rental house, you know, and like most of the food was partially prepared, but you know, it was like,
3: This And And I just
1: thought, I don't know. I There's something about being in the moment of like, what are you in the mood for too? And like, what can you assemble? And what's everybody feeling? And and instead of like, well, you know, we made the chicken, so we should probably eat the chicken. I mean, that to me is depressing. That is like the worst option. I would rather throw together, you know, a bunch of stuff, or I'd rather say, you know what? We can't grill because in fact, the grill at this vacation rental sucks. And so let's go get pizza at the local pizza place and there's a different slice of your vacation instead of then having to like commit to this thing and then you can take some of that food home if you if you didn't make it you know
0: one thing so every night the last night of vacation no matter where we are usually at the cabin it's pizza night because you're using all those dribs and drabs so if i have half a thing of corn left I'm. I mean, I have made pizza with peanut butter. I've made pizza with barbecue sauce. I just will make pizza not at the same time. No, but it <laughs> sounds like it could be a good thing. Right. That's a good. I call it the refrigerator cleaner. Like we yeah. literally this drabs of sausage, whatever, sure. onions. Yeah. Put it and on. A, put on it a on, a on a hunk of dough mm-hmm. and call it you even know, lettuce. Cooked. Like leftover lettuce, like becomes Mexican pizza, and yeah. you make like a taco base. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's interesting. I think there's a lot of um, and I think there's it's that's kind of also the fun of then having people like, I don't know, for for us. And I would think for most dishers, it's all about like if you're up at the cabin and you have people with you and you're like, hey, let's all get together. And I mean, you're on vacation. It's a perfect time to cook together. Yeah.
0: You know, who it's funny. My husband loves to cook on vacation. Yeah. He does not cook at home. Yeah. Right. So I get all excited. And then like whatever vacation we're on, he basically cooks all our meals. That's kind of cool. I, yeah. It's the only time he really like gets into it. And yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's cool. nice. All
1: right, you guys, there's some vacation land, you know, uh, ideas for you guys, some advice. Maybe you, maybe you're looking for some, maybe you're not, but maybe this is going to be, uh, you know, the thing that kicks you off to going. Cause I think a lot of people are renting, you know, Airbnbs and doing that kind of stuff to just not within a drive. Cause no one's flying anywhere this summer. It right. feels like, so I think it's a good idea. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, you guys, but when we come back, it is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, so feel free to give us a call, 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. This is a weekly dish on My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. We have the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, where you get to call in and you get to ask us questions. You get to tell us comments. Um, you can send us notes on the Twitters or the Facebooks or whatever, and we will try to get to all of your questions. Uh, the number to call in is 651 641 1071, and I know that we have Brian on the line, because Brian is always one of our first callers. How are you doing, Brian?
4: I'm doing well. Good. I've been waiting all week to hear your thoughts on the drive through Fair Food.
1: I know, we haven't even talked about it yet, right? Yep. So, I don't I think for me, I think it's a it's a I think it's a fun and exciting way of doing this. Yep. I think it's an opportunity. I think I know a lot of people were kind of miffed about it. It seemed like on Twitter, but I think most of our other people were very excited to have an opportunity to just have a small slice of that experience. Yeah, you know,
4: take take whatever you can have. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: people were complaining about the $20 per car oh, price God. and I just say suck it up buttercup.
1: Well, I just can't understand you can put 5 people in your car and that's 4 bucks per person. When have you ever been able to get into the fair for $4 a person? Yep. So, how are you going to go, Brian?
4: Um, if I I don't drive myself, so if I get a driver, giggles and fresh fries. Yeah. So,
1: this is where I am. I'm all about the fresh his, fries, and seriously. And the drummy wings. And the drummy wings. Oh,
4: the drum Oh, those are the best.
0: People yeah. love that, right? I
4: thought they were great.
0: Brian, was there anything you saw on the list that you like
4: missed that I wasn't there? I don't know there? any details, so I, I, all I have is a radio. I don't have social <laughs> media. I don't have internet. So
1: okay, okay. all right. Well, stay tuned because maybe you know we'll have a little uh, preview of it when we get uh, Thank closer. You. Take care. Thanks, Brian. Okay. Oh, that
0: was very sweet, okay, yeah. i I was really thinking that was a great idea. I it was is a excited and I, for them,
1: and I know that people were, i yeah, I guess I didn't understand the fervor over the twenty dollars knowing that people just someone was complain. like, "Oh, I have to pay to get in to eat. I'm like, you you that's, to pay to do, get do that? the fair. Yeah, wow. not only do you have to pay to get in, you have to pay to get into work at the fair. So let's level <sighs> set there. You know what I mean?
0: Like that person that asked that's someone who's never gone to the fair. Yeah, so quit complaining now.
3: I know. Hope we got another one. Yes, we have Chris on the line. Hi, Chris. Yes. Hi Stephanie's. Come um on. I live in the East Metro and last week I ventured into this strange country known as Minnetonka. <laughs> and, Welcome. And um, found a place called Nautical Bowls. Has, yeah. Are you familiar with it? Yes, I
1: am, yes.
3: I I I kind of loved it, but I'm at a loss to describe what it is. Um, Acai bowls. It's a smoothie in a bowl. It's a smoothie you eat from a bowl with a spoon, right? Yeah, I know, but there was just so much going on. I mean, I loved it. Yeah. Um, but there's just so much going on with, you know, the fats and the sorbet and the fruits and the and the granola. And I just, I just wondered what you thought of it, if you liked it or not.
1: Yeah, I've had... I've had a couple that I've liked. Um, it is. I'm not. I guess why well, I'm not more of a smoothie person. I don't know why, but I'm not either. I don't know why. Like I don't you want to would drink. Think my I food. should. Yeah. And I think I've enjoyed it. I, you know, it's, it kind of goes along with that that's dessert thing. I'm not a huge dessert person, so it tends to be a little sweet to have an entire bowl of fruit like that. But I do. I have had a good one, and, and actually, when it's been super hot, I've really enjoyed mm-hmm. one.
3: Yeah. No. It was. Uh, it was a very interesting. You know. I just uh, the it was an, an interesting food experience, one that I haven't had before, and and uh, yeah, it does. They kind of market it as a meal. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's supposed to be a complete nutritional sort of mm-hmm. bump. They yes. have a food so, truck too.
3: Yes, they do, which uh, travels around to the eastern parts here. So I'm oh, kind of excited about that.
1: Nice. All right, thanks, ladies. All right, well done, Chris. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's a big thing. This. Week. Do we have one more? Yeah. Yeah, we have Tanya. Tanya's on the line.
4: Good morning, Tanya. Good morning. How are you guys today? We're good. What's going on? Well, I had a whole roll of cabbage and I harvested a beautiful head a couple of days ago and I went and looked yesterday after work and they were destroyed. Oh! And I think it was cabbage worm. (gasps) There is cabbage worms. You guys. Yeah, it looked like big chunks from a monster had taken bites out of my cabbage heads. Um, But my question is, can I still use the remaining cabbage? Had Could animals have gotten to them? Well, I know that I saw a couple of green worms when I salted, salt watered them to pull out any slugs or anything that might be in the plant, it's the head. But, oh, maybe. I, it's just incredible. I should take a picture you should. of what it looks like and upload it to it your facebook page
1: yeah you should i think just to be clear i think you can totally harvest it and And i think just wash them yeah give them a good scrubby scrub and then chill them out and i think you can absolutely use whatever you have left
4: great i think we're going to make a little bit of um, cabbage soup that we have a good recipe for and then i'm going to try some sauerkraut how about you
0: share your cabbage soup recipe yes take a picture and then share that sauerkraut next will do okay, okay. thanks so much tanya oh, I, yeah uh, i martha stewarded out on fermenting stephanie i know i'm excited for that i have um
1: i have by the way absolutely taken tomatoes off the plant that have like had <laughs> Me too. deer bites in them and that's fine and you know you cut them in half and the other half is still good i don't know is so, that That's like wartime, you know. Eating. Yeah, it
0: happens. Yeah. No problems. We got an email from uh, Dana and she says, I live in the Como neighborhood and I was thrilled to have Delicata with the patio and great pizza. Then after the state fair, it reopened as Foxtrot Burger Spot and now it's shuttered and the patio is overgrown like a ghost town building. Oh. <laughs> what a shame to have had this in my neighborhood and now it's gone. A lost opportunity for a great building or patio. Do you know if there are any plans for this restaurant?
1: Um, I don't. I don't know what the plans are. I know it was under uh, Matty O'Reilly's, you know, um, he was the last
0: owner of it. But I don't know what's transpired since then. Can we have a moment of realness? Because I think it's also fair to say that our friends at Octo Fish Bar might be. Careful of what you say before you know things, though. Well, you know what I'm saying? There's... I have heard, and I saw it on Twitter from a couple people.
1: That it actually is? Because they have still a restaurant week today, and I would hate to say that we're...
0: I've heard that they are in their final times. I don't know what that exactly means, but... It yeah, was on I, don't know. Twitter, I get a little bit I worried about the... like
1: saying something like that. And then in terms of if you saw it from the place, that's a thing. But I mean, that was that whole butcher and the boar thing. Remember, everyone was like, oh, they're closing, they're closing. Well, they and didn't they close. Opened. Okay. open. Well, I saw open. it
0: on Twitter. It just,
1: it worries me for people who hear it and then decide not to go okay. where they may then instead support. I'm not saying. Yeah. You know I'm, I'm just saying.
0: saying what I saw, but here's yeah. what I wanted to say. Bigger picture. And this would have to do with Delicata or any place that has closed. Um, we're going to have places close. We're going to have our favorite neighborhood spots, not be able to reopen. And this idea that so-and-so restaurant tour will just grab that spot and reopen. It's not happening because there's real realities of what is happening in that industry right now. And we're going to lose places and it's going to be a long time before some of these spaces get filled by somebody else because, there aren't enough restaurateurs making any money to just fill in on the empty spaces. Do you feel that that's what people think? Yes. Really? I feel like people think like, oh, well, maybe Blue Plate should open there. Or how about... And it's like, I don't think you're getting what's happening no, in this industry. No. It is going to be King um, of the herd. If
1: Gavin you know, closed one of the his marquee restaurants... It's not like. Someone else is just going to come by and pop into that spot and open your neighborhood restaurant. But think about him as being one of the more successful restaurateurs. It's Mm -hmm. not like. And he's not going and buying up people's places. I mean, think about that. Who why do you think there's i think that the hard part is there have been a few of these announcements you know like that people have like oh well so-and-so is taking over this that's a that's a brokered deal between specific people that's not a trend no the trend is not to be
0: opening new restaurants no
1: the trend is that we are going to lose 50 to 70 percent of our restaurants
0: and there's going to be a lot of empty buildings with overgrowth
1: get your heart ready people we'll be right back this is the weekly dish
3: This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply.
1: And right now, you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six
4: or more participating sale items and save 50 cents each with your card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.